0: From so much history. Yes, yeah. you know, the city is a 1700-year-old city. You want to be a better person. That's why people go see Roger, Novak, uh, Rafa. Be- once you wake up, react to the world around you. No, take care of yourself. Mm. See what do you need? So they, like push no, you no, out. So so let's yeah. say you know the instructor is behind yeah. me, and you get out and and you and you're dangling. You're like, ah, <laughs> you're like that's a superpower. Yeah. We all have it, but we don't use it. It's not an accident, yes. it's a choice. It's a choice. I love it. Yeah. It's a choice. It's a, this is recording. It's recording. It's recording. It's recording. It's recording. And from it's it's recording. Recording. Izo, welcome to Melbourne and Thank welcome you. to the Australian Open. Who are you here to support? First, thank you very much for having me with you I, in this beautiful scenery. I'm really happy to be here, and uh, thank you for the invite. You know, to, it's exciting to yes, have you. Yes, yeah. to you, to your viewers. So I'm, I'm I'm very humbled and grateful. <laughs> and I'm here with Alex Kronich and uh, coaching her for last uh, three months, four months, and we just came here, uh, had a uh, experience through the qualities the uh, tournament before, and now here in a, tomorrow we are actually playing the first round main draw and doubles yeah and uh, good luck thank you very much yes. and we are i'm also grateful for tennis australia and also australia as a country to open the door for us because knowing what you guys been to through in uh, two years where people could not even the people who are from the, their own country couldn't come in and having us now here it's uh, i think it's very I'm very you know, grateful for that and uh, it's nice to be back, I really love it here. It's a great tournament, great atmosphere, we just talked, a great city where everything's connected. You feel the city vibe, you feel the tournament vibe, you feel the uh, everything and, so, and nature. Look at us here. <laughs> yeah, so. I know, it's amazing. I know. Well, well, I we, mean, tried, could, we tried to put out a complete best for I you. I think this is VIP treatment <laughs> yes. if you ask me, so thank you for that. Yeah. Where were you born and uh, what was your favorite activity when you were little? Oh too many activities. I was, you know, like at that time in 90s where I was growing up. I was born in Split, Croatia. It's beautiful a beautiful place. Yes, country of four and a half million people and city of 300,000 on the coast, Adriatic coast, beautiful from So much history. Yes, yeah. you know, city is a 1700-year-old city, you know, from Romans, the Uh, to now there's so there's a lot of things to see and now tourists are coming in and it's becoming very very popular yeah Mm -hmm. and as a kid i was playing everything you know i with the sports i always loved being with people with the friends you know so uh, before there was no of course now it's a different time but before to be with somebody you need to go on the street and you know we didn't have all these you know soccer fields or this you just make whatever you know you see something on tv then you play a little tennis you see uh, basketball you imitate, you yeah. imitate and, and you create and you have imagination and you 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 know you just uh, work your skills how to be in the society in, a, in the social skills. so i really really like now when i look at it back i really like how we how we grew up you know maybe we didn't have a lot but what we have is each other and and that was uh, that was and enough imagination to yes. make everything yes, work yes 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 agree and and also and that's why I'm not blaming today's society because uh, kids and everything everybody oh they are like this no it's not easy because once you grew up with so many opportunities and so who knows how we were acting you know maybe they're acting better than we would be in that situation so it's it's not about blaming it's just every time has different challenges and you know it's you try to do the best you can in uh, that environment how did you get into tennis? Like I said, my friends went on tennis. They went on taekwondo, I go on taekwondo. Mm-hmm. They go on judo, I go on judo. They go on, on basketball, that's where I go. And they went to tennis. And I was like, okay, let's go. And the first practice, I even came in the flip flops because it was summer. Mm-hmm. The coach was like, okay, you need to roll out, okay? <laughs> tennis, we have different because, you know, I'm not coming from sports family, you know? And, uh, so it was I was learning along the way, and I really liked it. I started pretty late, so I was never, you know, never... In the top of, of, of my age, whatever. But I really enjoyed it. I, I going on the tournaments, competing, uh, dreaming. And and that time you really need to have a role model. We had it Goran Ivanisevic, and we all wanted to be like him. We watched his matches, especially in Australia. He would play this time back home would be night or morning. So we. I would loved go- Goran's ma- matches. He's he was great at aces, wasn't he? He was great he at aces. Broke yeah. Some records. That's yes. right. He was holding him for a long time, mm. and also his personality, his character, everybody could connect. He was very charismatic. Yes, yeah. very charismatic because he was genuine. You know, if he would be crazy, it would be true crazy. If he was uh, silly, it would be too silly. There was no acting. And I think that's why people uh, really liked him. Plus he was an amazing player at the time of great players. And um, so that's that's how I started tennis. I started pretty late around ten, uh, age 10. And then slowly I got into it, stayed there, really liked it and continue all the way till 18 where I went to college. And, I could not play professional I was not I was not that good you know and I never saw myself playing professionally you know I didn't have a skills I didn't have so for me it was only So it was at what point you decided that you will do coaching well, like, versus uh, Well, well, competitive this, competitive well tennis. this is I didn't know I was, I was going to do coaching I didn't even know I'm going to continue playing tennis actually I stopped at age 17 because I was like you know what I'll start college back home and this What and did that. you study what you uni what course yes so at that moment i didn't know about u.s colleges i just thought i'm going to quit tennis that's it 18 i'll start college in croatia and do whatever and do like everybody else and then somebody told me accidentally and there's no accident in life you meet people because you need to meet them and they said you know what if you go to u.s you can play tennis you can earn your degree i was like wow it looked like a whole brand new world to me and i tried i I found a college in iowa i went there it was not a high level college but for me enough you know i always looked at it you know i don't need you don't need to compare yourself to others because like that sometimes we always feel like a failure yeah but for me it was like okay what can i do the best from this you know Mm -hmm. how can i make my tennis that was not great it was like average normal average tennis local tennis and how can i create something from it and for me that was success going to us and actually that was the turning point going to us because then from nowhere you start from fresh you you kind of clean slates and you can become someone new and i think some sometimes in life we all need this time where we can yep. become someone new and and not be rejuvenated exactly rejuvenate because you. probably you know subliminally we become opinions of others not our opinion, but something with society tells us, and you're like, you know what, maybe they're right, maybe I'm not that good, or maybe I'm not that smart, or maybe I'm not this, and you start believing it. Once you start believing it, you start living it. Once you start living it, you're confirming your own beliefs, and you're like, you know what, they're right. So when when I went to US, it was different environment, that's why I really like US, because it's a land- Of opportunities. Exactly, how cheesy it sounds, Mm. but for me it was great, I could be, what i thought i can be and even in that environment that was you know normal small college really small college NAI. what did you study i studied business administration nothing great just something general yeah. you know start and i at the beginning i didn't even think i'm going to make it i thought i'm going you know i had c's i was not a good student i failed some classes and then at a certain point at the third year of college and that's 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 where i got my coaching from the coach that was there for two years, he was, how he said it, he was dragging me, kicking and screaming. He said, I will do whatever it takes to get you to graduate, mm. yeah? So because of him, I stayed two years in college. I won't even go back, I was like, ah, oh, this is not for me. I, I cannot handle this, English, blah, blah, blah. But I learned to handle it, and in the, the third year, I got caught cheating in class. Oh. Yes, that's oh. right. Because I was just looking at out. so he, professor, took me, and that was not comfortable, but actually, it was pretty interesting, he says, He's a look at a mirror, and you know it's a typical thing. And but for me, it kind of kept me like, oh wow. He said, you know, you need to love who you see every day there. Hmm. What influence do you think your coach had on you? than the coach that you are now yes and that's you know we spoke when we talked and uh, I didn't think for twice you know people think I think what influenced me is caring mm-hmm. I really like when someone cares you can mm-hmm. see that they're willing to do whatever it takes to help you or they really are up there for you so they have to be genuine genuine just it, it needs to come yeah. from the heart and that's what I got from coach Jerry Hampton in college yeah like I told you he he even two years i was like not so good but he believed in me he believed in my core values he believed who i can become Mm. and that's why it's important it's very important in my case and now i believe in because i think everybody can play great tennis but once you realize that whatever you do is great and you don't need to do more or less just be yourself it's nice and it's nice feeling when someone cares for you when nobody else cares because there's a saying if you say one positive thing during the bad times it's worth like 50 things during the good times so for me that's true coaching it's caring it's finding a way to help a person to see things that they cannot see in the moment when the emotions or circumstances go over them so that's what i i try to do and that's how i try to coach yeah Please share with me your IMP philosophy. IMP philosophy, that's how it came to IMP philosophy because uh, I always wonder why certain people are successful and not, even if they start from the same point or even below. And that's where to reading the books, learning about new, new, new areas, new genres of, or, or characters or successful people, I realized it's about their attitude, about their perspective. There's a two mindset, and that's from Carl Dweck, The Mindset Book, which is a great book I highly recommend. Hey. There's a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And something you're comfortable, you're in a growth mindset, something that you love to do. Maybe you love dancing. And there you will try a new move, you'll try this, you'll go faster. So you're more open. Exactly, yeah. and you, you see think? yourself as a person who can grow in that area. But there are certain things in our lives that we have a fixed mindset, that we believe we cannot be good at that for certain reasons, and we shut it down. And successful people are people who can be in growth mindset. And I believe we are people of habits. What you do in 24 hours, that's basically your 24 hours, you put in a week, if you put in a month, that becomes your life. What you do consi- consistently is that who you are. So excellent is not an accident, it's actually a choice. So excellent is not an accident, yes. it's a choice. It's a choice. I love it. Yeah. it's a choice i it's a I'll habit. try to remember that yes, yes. so yeah. i start researching like i said all successful people across the board politicians athletes um, uh, singers uh, all the people who i believe achieved something out of nothing yeah and i found habits and then i start connecting patterns so i was like let me put four habits they all have together that actually i can translate in my own life or to my own player and see how that can help. And that's how I came with the IMP attitude. And IMP attitude stands for word impossible. So when you see it, it tells you exactly what it is, impossible. But when I lower the letter M, imagine lowering letter yep. M, what do you get? How do you read impossible. it? Impossible. Impossible, yes. exactly. Mm. So the point is, the moment you change the way you see things, things you see change. So instead of trying to change someone else or circumstance or people around, Change yourself. Once you change yourself, everything around changes. So two words you need to realize that you need to change in your dictionary. Problems and failure. Failure is learning. If you do not fail, you will never learn because how can you learn if you didn't try? If you don't try, how can you move forward? So there's actually no, uh, no failure. Only failure is not to get up. Only failure is not to go one more step. That's when you fail. That's when you close the door to any kind of opportunity. So the problem is actually opportunity. And people ask, so how is that opportunity? It's a freaking problem. I say, yes. So we are not trying to pretend, oh my God, there's no problem here. No, no, no. I'm saying there's a problem, but who do you need to become to solve that problem yeah. is your opportunity. Mm. What kind of person, what kind of skill set do you need to have to solve that problem? So once you see these things, you're like, wow, everything that's happening in my life is actually happening for me and from me and that's the key because the it gives you power exactly that's right it gives you power that you know that things are happening from your responsibility we cannot right now the ship is passing by us I cannot influence on that but I can influence that I don't react towards that and I stay focused with you it's my choice so you learn to control yourself in the that's right and that's yeah. why we have a four habits that's why I put four habits mm-hmm. and it actually comes from a stoic philosophy because mm-hmm. i believe stoic philosophy fantastic philosophy like alexander the great turning the things upside down yeah mm-hmm. so uh, whatever happens turn it in your way because otherwise it's still going to be there it's not going to disappear it's about mm-hmm. what are you going to do about it how you going to make it in your own benefit how are you going to benefit from it and mm-hmm. grow from it So first habit is setting goals. Every successful person has clear set goals. They know where they're going. Because if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. So it's a very, that's So all roads lead to Rome? Is that (laughs) correct? All roads lead wherever you want to go. Because if you have clear no's, it's very easy to say yes. Mm. If you know what you don't need to do, it's very easy to know where you're going. And also when you're setting goals, you need to go from top to bottom. So you need to see your end goal. You need to see if you wanna go, let's say to Adelaide. Yeah. That's the goal. But now let's work ourselves here. What is the next city to Adelaide? The next city, next, all the way till the first step here that you know I need to go on the tram, I need to take a cab. So you see how yeah. I go. Yeah. Once you have cleared that, you have a clear path where you wanna go, you have the first step. Second habit is take massive action. Don't a little bit, don't just on Mondays Mm. or Fridays, every single day. If that's Mm. one hour you have in your day, because we all work something, maybe not your dream job. Consistency. Consistency. Every single day. like to change if you would like to change your life you just need to look at your 24 hours and see what habits you want to move out and what kind of identity and behavior you want to put in Mm. and then you repeat it and repeat it and repeat it so once you took massive action every single day you take you go power of choice third habit that's a superpower yeah we all have it but we don't use it because we react, between action and reaction, there's a space called choice. And we need to practice it to make it bigger. Otherwise, we are going to be reactive to other people's lives and not active towards our own choices, towards our own goals and our own direction, yep. yes? So that's very important. And how we get to there, it's a four habit, it's called the willpower. Willpower is a bucket we, put, we, we fill on every single day. We need to protect it. Because sometimes it's not easy to go gym. Sometimes it's not easy to do the things that you need to, you know you need to do, but you yeah. don't have energy. And that's why you need to protect it. Let's say, uh, small habits, protect your one hour before bed. Go over your day, see, oh, today I did this good. Today, mm, no, I didn't do that. Let me put that tomorrow. Let's not put that away. So you see now you are the So developed, it's like analyzing. Analyzing. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. so, so you protect your evening. So you shut off 30 minutes before uh, internet or, or light so you can sleep better, because sleep is the number one charger for everything. You can drink much as coffee you want, whatever, but if you don't have a right yeah. sleep, you don't have anything, yeah? Then protect your mornings. First mm. hour in the morning, you wanna protect it. You don't wanna, when, once you wake up, react to the world around you. No, take care of yourself. Mm. See, what do you need? So what do you need? So respect your needs. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So you meditate for five minutes. You breathe for five minutes. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind. Write Gratitude. Gratitude is an amazing thing to feel better immediately in life. Mm. People tell me I'm not rich. I was like, seriously? He's like, yeah, I don't have money. I, don't. I was like, okay, how much you would sell me to smile at somebody or hug mm-hmm. somebody or call somebody? Would you mm-hmm. sell me for a million dollar? Mm-hmm. No, I was like, oh, really? Or the goosebumps that you get when you listen to your favorite song. Exactly, exactly. So that's what we forget. Because why? Because we have it, we take it for granted. As human beings, we are very easily forgettable. We go on the first date, we open the door, we take her out, we tell her how pretty she is. Mm -hmm. Already three months pass, honey, I'm tired, let's talk. Six months pass, is that the same person i fell mm-hmm. in love with yes it is well because they feel like maybe they don't have to try that hard exactly anymore. Yes. but you know why yeah. because there's no consequence okay yeah. i tell you for two weeks don't wash your teeth you're gonna say is a hell no why because there's a consequence if we do not have consequence we really don't care that's why we need to have self-discipline and willpower because Right now, maybe if I don't go to gym, it's okay. But if I don't go for one year, two years, my back will hurt, I'll go to hospital. Now we have a bills, we have this. And that's a small problem. There's a bigger problem that right now we don't see, but down the road, it's a problem. So those four habits, setting clear goals. One, yep. Taking action. Yep. Power of choice and willpower. And that's what I call IMP attitude. Helping people, helping myself move from fixed mindset to the growth mindset. So that's now a development and I have I want to have a clothing line because the clothing line for me, it's going to be, I want to give people the mindset, not the clothing. Because once you wear it, let's say you have your favorite team and you have clothes, yeah? Yeah. You are not anymore just a person, you are their fan. You breathe differently. You go cheer. You know there's a community. You're in a different mindset. And that's what I want to give with clothing. I want to remind people who they need to be or who they can be today yes Mm -hmm. and like that that's the key so let's say somebody middle-class upper-class buys a shirt they have a value everything so it's not and then i would like to create money uh, it like to create foundation and i would love to help uh kids without parents to help them to to learn about imp attitude to, to get them education because i think education is power yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, so that's the key and that's mm. why I'm doing this with tennis and that's why in three, four, five years So this is your grandiose plan That's my and grandiose inspiration. Yes, and I wanna work with athletes who represent that. That's the key. Yeah wow. I wanna empower people to when they go on the tennis court, they represent much more than forehand or backhand. Yeah. I want them, when people see them, I want, I want that they want to be a better person. That's why people go see Roger, Novak, uh, Rafa, because they represent something, some values that they get inspired. Yeah. So that's the key. And that's why I want to change a little bit of industry. I want to change this, not this community, just I want to create more value, not change, yeah. just create more value. Yeah. So tennis players, they can inspire millions of people and they are so why not inspire more values more things and not just for and everybody will grow from it more fans more everything that's i mean that's how i see it and and the whole society i mean whole system is working so everybody is supporting everybody and that's the that's the idea behind IMP Attitude Izo, yes, our Alina. most favorite question of our show. Yes, let it. What is the most <laughs> unique experience have you ever had? Well, I'll tell you something. I got it for my birthday at that moment. It was uh, skydiving. <gasps> yes, it, okay. was, yeah, it was skydiving. And the thing is, I'm afraid... How could you fit into an airplane First I could not fit in the airplane. There were like six people inside and we are all like crumbling, <laughs> small Cessna. And I'm like looking down, it's like 5,000 meters and it's open door. And I always wanted to do it, but I'm afraid of heights. And I'm a big uh, believer, you should always do something that is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Because okay, so get ch- out, get, challenge yourself. Yes, yeah. get out of your little comfort zone because you realize, oh, okay, I can handle this and you know, you grow, you expand. Yeah but this was very unique because once you come out there you realize okay there's no way back and everything looks now really real and you go out there and there's somebody behind your back and you ask yourself a question well maybe <laughs> you know i don't know what they had today for lunch maybe they had a fight with their wife who yeah, knows what's going on is your parachute going open please save me you know and you get out of the plane and so do they like push no, you out? so, so let's yeah. say you know the instructor is behind yeah. me and you get out and, and, you, and you're dangling, you're like, you're like, oh my God, what's happening? And you have all the instructions, what you need to do. You need to be like a banana, blah, blah, blah. And you go just, Whoop. and first five seconds, your brain cannot comprehend that you are outside a plane. That you you're block. airborne. You're yeah. airborne. Yeah. And you just out there and there's, you do not realize how much you scream how much adrenaline is going through your veins. So first, happiness comes when the parachute opens. Oh my God, we're not gonna die, (laughs) at least not this soon. You know, we still have a chance, but we are not going that fast to the ground. Mm. So you're happy about that. And then when you land, you just kiss instructor, you're so Mm -hmm. happy, you're like, thank you for saving my life, you're the best ever. Mm -hmm. And then for one hour and a half, because so much adrenaline, so much fear went to you, you are zoned out so i was just standing like this for one hour the best feeling in mm, the world all those endorphins exactly yeah. so i would do it again i'm scared but i'll do it <laughs> again and hopefully you know parachute will open again exactly yes. so you know that's that's the goal so well thank you so much Alina. for your time we wish you all the best thank you and uh, we're looking forward to watching all the matches. Yeah, and, I know. And we want you to enjoy Melbourne. I am. And anytime I'm here and now uh, we have great contact, please contact me for any, anything that you, but you, I already see you. You got that cover, but thank you for having me. And I, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I feel, feel nice and, and honored and humbled that uh, you took time. And thank you for, thank you for that.